0: Anna.
1: And I'm Alicia.
0: And this this is Popping Perfectionism.
1: All right, y'all. If you're listening to this episode, we're nearing the end of the series, you guys. Yeah. Like this is the last form of perfectionism that we're going to address. So... If you have missed the last ones, you got to go back because they all bleed into each other. And I feel like this up. one kind of wraps it all together. So, without further ado, I'm going to turn it over to Anna. That's me. To tell us the symptoms of this type of perfectionism. And then we're going to lay down the definition for you all. Mm hmm.
0: Mm hmm. Keep the suspense up, right? <laughs> all right. So, some symptoms of this perfectionism is number one. You believe that other people expect you to be perfect. Number two, if you fail to meet that level or expectation of perfection, then those people will criticize you or think differently of you. Three, if you have self-deprecating humor. So if you use your flaws and weaknesses as a tool to please others or try to make others laugh or be entertaining. Comparing yourself to what you see on social media in a way that inhibits your ability to function or think positively. Or walking into a room and sizing yourself up with the other people in the room, mm-hmm. which I do. Every Whether that be with
1: like in. looks or how accomplished they seem or whatever. How shiny they you're are. You're like, okay, is. where do I fall uh-huh. on this? Like pecking order. It's not good.
0: It's not how help- I do it every time. I walk into a party and I'm like, all right, am I top five prettiest girl here? Yeah. We better hope which, so.
1: You know, yes. Anna's <laughs> beautiful. I'm slipping her <laughs> <No>. $5 bills. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> So, I think a lot of us resonate with these, if not all of them. Um, I know I resonate with a lot of a lot of those symptoms. So if you do, this is something called socially prescribed perfectionism. Mm-hmm. Socially prescribed perfectionists measure their worth with fabricated standards that are created by society. They don't even exist, really, but it's a bar that we need to measure up to for ourselves and other people. Mm-hmm. I like to think of a Venn diagram, like those little circles that, like, overlap a little bit. We have self-oriented perfectionism. We have other-oriented perfectionism and socially prescribed perfectionism. All of them bleed into each other a little bit. And I think socially prescribed... Socially... Yeah, okay. For a minute, that sounded weird to me. Socially prescribed perfectionism is when, yes, you expect... Um, Perfection of yourself and then perfection from others. And as a society, this perfectionist identity has created this fabricated standard or bar to measure up to which is where socially prescribed perfectionism stems from. That was really hard for me to say, but, but you I did hope it. you
0: all followed me. You did it, and it was great. Thank Thank you. Honestly,
1: try saying socially
0: prescribed perfectionism. It's a tongue twister. It is a tongue twister. Um, but just along with what Alicia was just saying, the more like they kind of feed into each other, right? So one will kind of stir up the other one, and, and then they kind of get a little spirally when they're mm-hmm. all mixed together. But the good news is that the more that you work on one of these forms, is the better the other two get as well. Yeah. Right. So it's all about intention. Like, are you doing the work? And I, ugh, I, I hate that I just said that. I hate when people <laughs> are like, are you doing We're the those work? People now. Are you doing the self work? Uh, it's good. But I hate saying such a theoretical, like, just do the work and you'll be good. <laughs> right. No. But if you're intentionally trying to make progress in one of those forms of perfectionism, perfectionism, mm-hmm. then it's going to automatically make the other two forms slightly better. And more manageable as well
1: yeah and I think this one's interesting because a lot of us do it subconsciously Mm -hmm. when you wake up and your alarm goes off one of the first things I I would argue like 99% of people grab their phone first thing for sure and turn off their alarm and then a lot of us go to social media because what happened from midnight to like 7 in the morning I have to know like literally nothing happened (laughs) but if you you get on there and you just start scrolling And you don't even have to like put your feet on the floor before you're struggling with socially prescribed perfectionism every day Mm -hmm. because we compare ourselves to other people with this fabricated idea of what we are supposed to be. And I think we're going to dig into this a lot, but social media largely plays into this socially prescribed perfectionism.
0: Yeah. And a mindset that can be a big um, branch off from this is a people pleasing mindset. Because like one of the symptoms says is that you believe that everyone is expecting perfection out of you. And the hard thing about that is that means that you have to live up to every single person's individual definition of perfection. Oh, woof. How exhausting and impossible, right? And so, so this people pleasing mindset happens and really the people quote unquote that we're pleasing is just this abstract form of society that we've come up with in our heads.
1: Yeah. And honestly, like the people you're pleasing don't even really care because they're just trying to please everyone else too. Exactly. It's exhausting. Exactly.
0: And even if they
1: weren't just trying to please everyone else, they're not going to care. Yeah, it's like when people are nervous about going to the gym because they're like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, everyone's going to look at me. It's like, honey, I guarantee you, Like, the Provo bros just staring at himself in the mirror, like, (laughs) into it. Okay, so... He's trying to perfect that boomerang. (laughs) He does not
0: care how heavy or not heavy the weights you're using are or if your form's right. Actually, some Provo bros do care about the form and it's annoying. We'll get into that later or maybe never. But, yeah, they don't care.
1: Well, and, and just going off of that, too, like, sticking with this gym analogy, I guess, like, first of all, it's a really vulnerable place. People go to the gym because... Well, most likely because they want to change something about that's so
0: true I never thought about that right and so
1: vulnerable place the gym is really vulnerable but then some people too like I've been at the gym and maybe like I don't know how to use a machine Mm -hmm. and so I asked someone around like hey can you like show me how to use this or just so I do it right and people are really really willing to help they Mm -hmm. really are but we're assuming in my head oh I don't know how to use this weird machine I've never used before I'm such an idiot that's self-oriented perfectionism coming in. Yes. Yeah. But people are likely to step in and just be like, hey, this is how you use it. Anyway, I don't know why I just went down that train, but. No, that's actually, I'm going to keep going down that okay, train. Okay, let's do
0: it. We're going there. Um, Just quickly, I think that it's really silly of us, and by us I mean mostly me, <laughs> that we hesitate to reach out for help because think how, like, validated and useful you feel when someone reaches out to you for help and you you help that person out, whether it's, yeah asking about equipment, asking for directions, asking advice on something like you, at least for me, I feel the most validated as a human being when someone approaches me needing help and I can help them. Yeah. And so when we're in this mindset of, I don't want to bother them or burden them or be annoying or look weak or vulnerable, we are then withholding that opportunity from that person from feeling validated and fulfilled.
1: Totally, connectionism. Wow, we're just gonna talk about it in full circle in every single episode, but um, it's that important, though. Yeah, it's that important. But anyway, just like assuming that everyone in the world knows how to like do every single type of lifting thing wow I'm really lifting. good at this I love but like it. assuming that everyone else knows everything and you don't and you're in a vulnerable space and everyone goes to the gym now because everyone posts about it on Instagram mm-hmm. they like do the time like what time it is oh, to awesome. prove that they're like are on the grind that and they woke me. up before the sun did like you know I'm what like, I'm saying dude, Go to bed. I know. Guess, i mean, I'm like, you know that not getting a lot of sleep is bad for you, right? Like, bad for your health. Those muscles are not going to keep you awake
0: <laughs> yeah. in biology later today.
1: <laughs> okay? So true. So, just going on that train with social media, I think socially prescribed perfectionism has ran rampant the mm-hmm. past couple decades because it has set a new bar, a new standard of what societal perfection looks like. Mm-hmm. And you know, like, what filters, too, like, oh, oh gosh. my gosh, oh like, gosh. you're supposed to look this way naturally, right, but, like, on social media, one thing that gets me <laughs> deals with couples, okay, and it's, like, one of their partners, like, it's their partner's birthday, or, it's Valentine's Day or something. Or it's a random Tuesday. Or it's a random sometimes. Tuesday. And they feel the need to go off about how their partner is the best person in the whole world. And every day, like, they make breakfast for me. And he brings me flowers every single day. Like, just surprises me like that. Like, wow, you really just go above and beyond to, like, make me feel special. Yes, like he honestly stopped touching the uh, ground years ago. He just floats I'm everywhere. I'm just like, on a cloud. Stop. 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 Can you, like, not? First of all, tell that to their face. Gosh, Just, yes. like text them call them tell them that but like when people post that on social media we have set that bar as the norm Mm -hmm. and we assume that that couple must never struggle they must never fight they must never be annoyed with each other so what's wrong in my relationship right yes and it's just totally unrealistic there was a couple that um i knew from high school and They posted traveling the world. They were traveling. They were doing this and this. They had a cute house, blah, blah, blah. They would do these lovey posts that I, that trigger me. Um, (laughs) And randomly, I noticed that they start posting pictures without each other. I like go to one of their profiles. They deleted all the pictures with their partner Mm. and they had gotten a divorce but we didn't see like the behind the scenes and i'm not saying you have to post on instagram about like your fights please don't but it's just creating this idea of an of a what a relationship should look like that isn't normal and isn't healthy
0: yeah and and i think we need i don't know not be careful but like obviously if you appreciate your spouse and you want to post about it do it you know but yeah. just this like Overbearing level of I kind of have to prove to the world how perfect my relationship and my spouse is is intoxicating in a total way.
1: And like couples that I'm just going off on couples, um, but couples that like travel the world and then it's like, dang, like, how come my husband and I don't have all that money? Where's their money coming from? Assuming that they have all the money in the world. When in reality, like, they they don't have all the money in the world. Like, they're also a young married couple, you know? And my mm-hmm. husband, I'm just, you guys know who he is. Max is so good at just, like, grounding me. And he's like, hey, like, just because everyone else does that doesn't mean, like, we have to. Yeah. And we can. Like, of course, we can still do all these things. But, like, don't expect that from our relationship because that puts other people's, like, standards to the standard for your own relationship. Yeah. And here's the thing. Even if that couple had
0: all of the money in the world, you and Max have things in your relationship that that couple doesn't. Right. Yeah. But socially prescribed perfectionism says as soon as you see something that someone else has that you don't, all of the good things you have are discounted immediately. Totally. Because you need to live up to this expectation of perfection. Um, And this expectation of perfection, I'm pretty sure all of us can visualize it pretty easily. Mm -hmm. Right. If we were to think of the perfect man, what would he think of? over six feet tall which by the way you short kings we see you you're cute we love you You okay six foot is irrelevant all right we're (laughs) gonna start a hashtag six feet is irrelevant um but you'd think who's someone who's tall over six foot someone who's tan someone who has abs Mm -hmm. someone who also Mm -hmm. somehow which is like almost impossible has a completely proportionate rest of their body, including arms and legs, right? Yes. He's got a really successful
1: job. And on top of having a really successful job, he's emotionally stable and intelligent. And he's kind, and he is obsessed with his family and he's hilarious and he never gets mad no, and of he doesn't course play not. video games oh never <laughs> and he reads books and he brings you flowers every day every day and, and he's it's... just always like builds you up and is like wow you're so gorgeous and you're this and this and daunts on you Daunts on you don'ts don'ts like, oh gosh and dose on, on you, you literally 24 7
0: and i'm sure there's a man out there like that I'm sure there is. Mm. But guess what? That man Harry probably, Styles, okay? I'm oh just kidding. Oh my <laughs> gosh, Harry Styles. The money I would pay for that man... I know. ...to I, be in my life for one second. I know. We can't even
1: go oh. there. <laughs>
0: yeah. And that goes for women as well.
1: The perfect woman. What does she look like? Okay. Blonde. 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 beautiful eyelashes. Gorgeous eyes. Pearly white straight teeth. Nice Full, pretty lips, mm-hmm. tan, toned, mm-hmm. cute. She's the perfect height. She somehow has flat abs and a huge butt. Yeah, and at boobs. The same time. How does that happen? That and doesn't. they're all real, and yeah. it's, like, effortless to maintain that. Mm-hmm. Um, She's an amazing cook. Amazing. She's super smart and motivated. She agrees to everything. She wants kids but also has to have her own
0: ambitions. Yes, <laughs> I could throw up at that. Oh, my God. Oh my gosh the amount of times i've heard a man be like i just want her to just want to be a mom and be a great one but also she has to have her own ambitions it's like yeah okay i'm like first of all don't separate those two yeah second of all how dare you
1: yeah i'm <laughs> like all. you also better want kids and also have ambition dude. yeah like and contribute to the family because it's not just her job okay oh, sorry gosh, we're, we're going there we're getting real triggered in this episode but i think it's good but we know Thartic. that we know that perfect girl okay like mm-hmm. the I don't want to say like the basic white girl. And she doesn't have to be blonde, but she has like the pretty hair. Maybe it's like the sexy brown hair. You know, I have always wished I had brown hair, yeah. you guys, but I I don't. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. Oh my gosh.
0: I just feel like if you live in Provo long enough, you will beha- you will come out of Provo with blonde hair.
1: I know, it just it happens. Yeah. I've seen it yeah. over and over. One of my one of our friends actually, she in a class, she's from I can't remember, out of state somewhere, but she came here. She's like The people are so beautiful, like Mm -hmm. really beautiful here. Mm -hmm. And it's I think part of it is because socially prescribed perfectionism is a little bit special here. But like, you know, the perfect man and woman that we're talking about, this power couple. And for some reason, they are the mold for everyone. Yeah. Like things you can't change like hype. But I saw this this post on Instagram that said, if we all did like did the exact same workout ate the exact same meals we would all look differently because we are all different we can't like fit this exact same mold so stop hoping that you're someone else or stop wishing that you look like someone else or that you had someone else's job or had their life because you don't and you don't need that you know Yeah. one size does not fit all no it just doesn't I, i hate those like what were they the shade shirts or like the down east like oh, undershirts gosh. that's like one size fits all i'm like literally no it doesn't i'm like <laughs> I'm you're telling you. you've never been more
0: wrong in your life down <laughs> yeah. east this is my torso is
1: so short that like those one size fits all they're like dresses on me i'm telling that's you that's so
0: funny because my torso is super long and so See? it would like roll up See? into my bra you? and hey, i'd be like okay so... this isn't working <laughs> this is not working we're breaking <laughs> up with the shade shirt today <laughs>
1: And we want to recognize how this form of perfectionism is different from the other two. Self-oriented perfectionism is expectations that are created by you in your mind. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of in your head, like what you expect from yourself. You're
0: trying to live up to your own unrealistic, created expectation of
1: perfection. Right. And socially prescribed, those expectations... That bar is created by society collectively. Mm -hmm. We did this to each other. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like social situations, social media. And that's how some of those circles overlap sometimes because then what society expects from you or what we think society expects from us bleeds into your expectations that you set on yourself.
0: And these expectations, expectations from society or otherwise can illustrate themselves in the form of stereotypes. Mm -hmm. right and this is huge huge with gender um i did a poll on my instagram a while ago where i just just for like some personal interest and research i was like what are some struggles of being a dude because if we're being honest i was pretty upset with dudes that day and i was like okay i need to stop man hating Mm -hmm. and the only way to do this is to find out some of the hard things about being a guy right and there's so many I mean let's think about it to, to be a guy you ha- you're expected to provide for your family and to do it perfectly mm-hmm. you're expected to never break down mm-hmm. you're expected to not really like feel to feelings. be like the rock you know to be the rock for everyone around you you're expected to be able to fix everything right mm-hmm. and to know how to fix everything and, and to be the know-it-all the the resident knowledge leader on <laughs> how to fix a sink or how to fix a woman's bad day right like <laughs> oh my gosh. Like the spectrum is very wide and unreasonable Um, there's just so much and then for women as well it's that you need to look perfect all the time Mm -hmm. like you need to look pretty all the time I heard a really cool quote one time that said being pretty is not the rent that you pay to exist in the world oh my gosh yeah that's deep isn't it that's so true. Because I kind of feel that way. I'm like, before I go out the door, I'm like, Ugh, I'm about to don these people with my. Oh. <laughs> if I haven't like done my hair or like done my makeup, I'm just like in my sweats, you know, mm-hmm. and and stereotypes like what we just talked about, like how you have to want to be a mom, but then you also should be really driven, and mm-hmm. all of these stereotypes that are really harmful, but are perpetuated by these socially prescribed standards of perfection.
1: And I sometimes like feel the need to fit, you know that that stereotype. And I remember um, when Max and I first got married, his mom is like a crazy good cook, like really, really good. And Max is a good cook too. And so, but I assumed as the woman, I needed to be the cook in the house. Like I needed to be the one to prepare dinner and blah, blah, blah. And I'm honestly just like, not that great. Okay. Like I tell Max, (laughs) if it were up to me, I, we would be eating like cereal and pizza and mac and cheese like all the time <laughs> honestly the perfect diet <laughs> i know right but i re- when we were married maybe for like a couple months we were just in the kitchen and he was like making dinner i was like hey do you need help with anything and he's like no i think i'm good just like go relax or something and then i just like started crying you guys it was i was just like oh my gosh like i'm not meeting his expectation mm-hmm. but he didn't even like and, and so he's like why are you crying i'm like well i'm not the cook like I'm just not mm. a cook, and like I I feel like I'm supposed to fulfill that role. Like that's what I'm supposed to do, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, no, absolutely not. Like when we were dating, when you like ruined cooking rice, I knew you were a good guy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and we love it. I know, and it's just like, um, oh, I can't remember what I was gonna say sometimes we assume that we have to fit that stereotype in every single way and we assume that everyone else expects you to fit it too but they don't yeah because that expectation the expectation you're trying to live up to like you just said wasn't max's it was no. again this
0: abstract mm-hmm. ideal woman that we've all built up in our minds because of what society is telling us we need to be like
1: hmm and it's exhausting like trying to fit every single and one of those impossible. things Impossible. So, so how do we deal with this yeah what are some concrete
0: ways to combat this right First of all, unfollow people on Instagram that don't make you feel good about yourself. Period. And listen, I said that very carefully. Not just people who make you feel bad about yourself. If there is someone you follow and it doesn't make you feel better when you see their posts, smash unfollow. that unfollow button. Mm-hmm. So hard. Unfollow. Second, unfollow empty influencers, Please. I beg of you. And I don't really know how to accurately define an empty influencer but I think that you all know what I'm talking about if you're following someone whose main career is being an Instagram influencer like being cute like being cute thank you if their career is being cute unfollow them
1: there's just no being society's definition of cute right like setting this expectation and there's some influencers I follow like this one that's just such a cute like homemaker Mm -hmm. which is totally a stereotype but (laughs) she does like thrifting and she finds the cutest like really cheap stuff to put in her house that's like really cute Mm -hmm. and for me that's like oh like I can do that that's achievable that's like inspirational but there's some that just like exist to like look pretty you know and then you know and I get that that's their job whatever I respect it I will never understand it but if it doesn't make you feel inspired or influenced to do something good Mm -hmm. like unfollow it we are all like your phones are just flooded with so much stuff make it like you have control over what comes on your feed be picky you have control over that and you have control of what you're like measuring yourself to in a way yeah so oh that's the other thing though number three stop measuring yourself to those people and understand that social media isn't real like it is not real. not even
0: a semblance to reality like For one example, if you follow Kim Kardashian, go for it. Follow her. But you need to remember that woman has millions of millions of millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. She has time all day every day to just look
1: good. Well, she has, like, people that are hired to make her look good. Exactly. Trust me, I follow Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Yeah, which, again, go for it if you do. Like, I'm not
0: trying to bash on that. But if you're going to follow people like this, it's going to take a lot more work. To keep yourself out of this mindset because you're going to have to constantly remind yourself okay these people have money these people have people hired to make them look this way this person's mm-hmm. job is to look a certain way yeah and not put that expectation or let that expectation be presented to yourself as something that you need to meet
1: yes so just i i, I don't even know what the heck to say after we're that, that we're was-
0: canceling empty influencers this year <laughs> like oh my gosh there's this podcast i listen to called the bad broadcast yes And she went off about this last week. These people who post these, like, perfectly, like, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Perfectly, like, set pictures. Like, staged. Perfectly staged pictures of them. And their caption is, like, if you just ignite the authenticity within yourself, you will be able to fly. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I could lose my mind. So just if anything
1: that you see on your Instagram kind of flows along that vibe unfollow yeah we're done and the other thing is like be the person to put good on social media like we know and understand that there's a lot a lot a lot of good out there so be someone to contribute to that be someone to make someone feel good about themselves and real goodness yeah
0: like not toxic positivity or fake goodness like real Real goodness. I, dude, we could do an entire, not even an entire episode or series on this. I could do an entire freaking podcast on that (laughs) topic. But
1: we won't. We're moving on. But we won't. Think about where these expectations are coming from. And try and evaluate, is it coming from what society expects from me? Or is it something like I want to do for myself? We talk about, uh, it was a takeaway in one of our first episodes, one of our earlier episodes. Evaluate the expectations you have with someone who you know loves you and who's Mm -hmm. on your team and Mm -hmm. on your side in your corner yeah in your corner and just like is this realistic what do you think like how am I already meeting this am I being too hard on myself and the ones that are unrealistic are coming from society throw them away because they're exhausting and we just can't meet them yeah if you remember in the episode with the two dimensions of perfectionism, we shared the story about the girl trying to write in the lines and she couldn't, so she gave up. I think this is a good parallel for socially prescribed perfectionism because we like to take a sharpie and bold the lines on that paper. Mm-hmm. You have to fit into this. You have to look like this. You have to have this job. You have to like do these things to... To be accepted, in a way. Yeah. So how can we erase these lines for people in society, for yourself, instead of bolding them?
0: Yeah, and I think it's realizing these moments of vulnerability and these, like, human moments. Like, and I... That sounds so cliche, like, these human moments. But, like, honestly, (laughs) these moments where we're just, like, being these humans that are doing our best and sometimes it doesn't look great when that happens Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's awkward and sometimes it's messy... To not condemn those moments.
1: And I think what's interesting is we're starting, we, I I mean, I know I am, you probably are too, but we're starting to confuse, like, stupid moments or moments where I mess up or like, oh, like, I screwed this up, blah, blah, blah. We're starting to confuse those moments with human moments, right? And so those moments aren't like, that's not a human moment. That's like a, you're an idiot moment. But no, like, that's that's part of real life, and we're starting to confuse those two, mm-hmm. and one is bad, but the other is like, hey, it's okay, we all have these moments.
0: Yeah, Does that I, make sense? I think it's like, I think some people are like, oh, if that person is, like, struggling with, like, depression or anxiety, like, that's a human moment, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's out of their control. But we need to remember, even when people do stupid things that are in their control, that's also a human moment. Yeah. It's not just these, like, moments where someone's a victim of their outside situation. And it's like, oh, they're being so human. They're having such a human experience. Mm -hmm. It's anytime we do something or something happens that we may not be proud of, right? Or may not go or look the way we want it to. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And our last topic to go along with this mindset of perfectionism is the whole aspect of grind culture, right? This whole thing where everyone's, like... Listen, and this goes back again to how triggered I get by people on social media. This whole episode's just how we're triggered. Just, is this just like therapy for us? This episode, probably. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, you all can relate. But just like people being like, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm just a boss babe, and I'm just doing my I cannot, work, and I I'm just hustling, and I'm on that grind," and they're making it look
1: like they're busy all the time. Well, and just like asking, "How are you?" Someone's like, "Oh, like I'm just so busy all That's the our time." Favorite answer. Like it's some sort of like flex or brag like oh barely have time to like eat you know it's like uh you know that's like terrible for you right yeah or if you like if someone were to ask how someone else is doing and they're like
0: I'm actually doing okay today's a pretty chill day actually like I don't have a lot going on immediately and I know this because I've done it I'm like hmm you should work on that sweetie like (laughs) (laughs) you should add some more things to Mm -hmm. the agenda today but it's just this whole mindset that if you're busy then you're like a good person or a successful person but newsflash being busy won't save you Mm -hmm. it won't save you from failing Mm -hmm. it won't save you from being awkward it won't save you from having your relationships fall apart it won't save you from looking bad in a meeting or on a date or in a or in a critical conversation with someone this busyness that we've all
1: built up to be such an important part of being a human is dumb i think we all notice that too when COVID hit here, and we had to be quarantined a lot, you know, and just not go out. You can't go to restaurants, blah, blah, blah. We had to spend a lot of time, like, with ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that's a scary place to be for most people, okay? And the fact that we, like, can't handle that. Like, I understand, you know, after a long period of time, like, it's not healthy to just, like, have nothing to do and just be by yourself. But it was an interesting experience to go through. Just seeing what it's like not being busy. And what do you choose to do with your time, too?
0: Yeah, because as soon as I wasn't busy, I had all this time and space to, like, hold my humanness, if you will, in -hmm. front of me. And I couldn't – I didn't have anything to distract myself from it. I had to look at it in the face Mm -hmm. and come to terms with it. Yeah. And I had many a breakdown during quarantine. (laughs) Many a
1: breakdown. Many a breakdown. (laughs) Yeah. I think, like – I think grind culture, too – falls on guys a lot right mm-hmm. i think it's true for girls but especially guys you know what yeah. i'm saying and like the summer sales and the... which is
0: which is great if you do yeah sure sales, sure sure, sure, yeah. sure
1: right but there's such a pressure well just the that. expectation that like you always have to be like working yourself to the ground for some reason to be valued you yes. know yes
0: oh my gosh yes mm-hmm. i can't say enough about that it's so true
1: yeah so i just i just want to say with that like When we die eventually, the things that you'll look back on are the moments where you weren't like in the grind. You know, like the memories that you're making and the hobbies that you had, the relationships you built. So don't let the grind culture like define you guys and it's okay to not always be busy.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And of course, obviously like work hard for the things you want, like don't be lazy. Like obviously it's not working hard. Yeah. But don't use it as a vehicle to be valued as a person, yes. right? And also like work efficiently instead of looking like you're working hard or efficiently. So true. Right? Like if you're working efficiently, then you don't have to look like you're working efficiently. Does that make sense? No, totally. It like, makes sense.
1: Yeah. So just I don't know. Just be good people. Okay. <laughs> it's just interesting to see it. All of the expectations that we have created as society and how they affect us in a really, really real way, mm-hmm. a so really visceral way. Yeah, totally. With that, we're gonna give you our takeaways. We know. Takeaways. <laughs> number one, it's okay to unfollow people who don't make you happy, even if you know them, like from high school or something. Unfollow them. Number two, analyze your expectations and where they are originating from. I said that really slow. Just making the point. Just just making the the point. point. (sighs) Number three, the more you lessen the socially prescribed perfectionism in you, you're going to tone down the other ones as well. Same with self-oriented, other-oriented. They all bleed into each other. The first step is recognizing how they affect you and then try to stop the cycle of unrealistic expectations and the self-criticism. And that's it. That That's is our awesome.
0: last form
1: of perfectionism.
0: This is yep. our second to last episode in the series, you guys.
1: Oh, my gosh. So great. Oh,
0: so great. We're so happy so to be fun. here. We
1: have so much more to come. So excited. Thank you for listening again. As always, go to our website. Subscribe. Subscribe. <laughs> we don't know how you... Can you
0: subscribe to a podcast? Yeah, I think so. Sweet. We're still figuring this out, clearly. Yeah, Subscribe.
1: Subscribe. Rate us and five stars. And unfollow us if we don't make you feel good, okay? Yeah,
0: if we make you feel bad literally unfollow us (laughs) literally
1: (laughs) all right i'm alicia and i'm anna and And this this is popping Perfectionism. perfectionism